0: grassroots levels with world cup and european championship experience hello and welcome to the leader manager coach podcast it's rob riles welcoming you to another program it's great to have you along now i know you don't know this but this is the third time the uh, attempt at recording the podcast today so uh, i hope it's all going to go well and you get all the information um, just to let you know, I am sitting outside on a rooftop, still in the city of Dhaka in Bangladesh. It is a beautiful sunny sunny day and it's such a crime to be able to, uh, to have to sit inside. So I choose to sit outside and record this and obviously with that, we are on a flight path. So you do hear the odd aeroplane go overhead and the odd horn from the road below because... Um, and there we go with the aeroplane. It is a little bit of a habit to uh, peep your horn on the roads in Bangladesh particularly in Dhaka. So I hope you can live with that and uh, still enjoy the content as well. Now, I was racking my brains this morning to think, okay, what is it I'm going to talk about on the podcast today? And, you know, what what subjects are we going to cover? And how is it going to pan out? Because, you know, I like to give you some great content and I like to give you thought-provoking things and things that will help you. And I was fortunate enough this last week to have been on a youth Conference, a a conference in Kuala Lumpur um, hosted by the Asian Football Confederation, the AFC, about elite youth development. And it was a great conference, and it was a a wonderful thing to be in the city of Kuala Lumpur in Malaysia. That's an amazing place. So if you ever get the opportunity to go, please fill your boots and, and do so. It's a wonderful place, and I feel very humbled and blessed to have been able to. go there and um, enjoy the the city and as well as enjoy the actual conference itself now the the thing i wanted to talk about was something that the technical director of the afc said from stage and what he said was a throwaway comment and sometimes how how often do we go to something and it's just a throwaway comment that somebody somebody gives out that actually is the thing that 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 really helps you. And Andy Roxburgh, the technical director of the AFC, was speaking from the stage, and he was talking about elite youth development. And he said that elite youth development is a journey without a map. And out of all the things that were said from the stage, that is the thing that I came away from, came away with, that is most prominent in my mind. Elite youth development is a journey without a map. Now, I don't know what what you think, but I actually think that Life itself is a journey without a map. You know, we're, we're born into this world. We don't choose to be born into this world. And without being too philosophical about it, we don't get given a blueprint when we're born or when we're old enough to be able to understand a blueprint. We get given love and, and, and experiences, hopefully that are positive ones from those who bring us into the world, our parents, and our siblings if we have siblings or our family an extended family and you know then we go on to our teachers and possibly our mentors and hopefully our coaches who all help us along the path and give us guidance and show us and talk to us and maybe inspire us but we actually don't get given an official map we choose our own course so in essence it is a journey without a map. I think what Andy was talking about is the fact that there are no guarantees. I think that's what basically is saying is you don't just get on this track with youth development or in life, whichever analogy you want to follow or in your business or your whatever endeavor it is, just use it. And you don't get given this thing and you follow A plus B plus C plus D. Now, in our developed and evolving world, there are many, many things, algorithms and, and, and processes and scientific thought processes that we know that if we follow and we've learned and we do ABC, you're constructing a building, it's about putting foundations in and, and, and electrical work and whatever it is, or experimental work in a science laboratory or in your own business, in your own sports. Look, there are, there are things you follow. There are guidelines you follow. Yes, there are blueprints. But what Andy was saying is, there are no guarantees. Now in simple things in life, yes, there are guarantees. If you wanna make a make a certain meal and you put this in and that in and that in and you put it on this heat and you leave it for so long and you stir it and you pay attention, you will produce a pretty decent result. I think what the things he's talking about are the more complex, the more complicated, and the longer, bigger projects that there are no guarantees, you know? We, we might plant plant hundreds of seeds or thousands of seeds, just like nature does. You know, you have the oak oak tree that that produces thousands of acorns, or the plant that produces all the pollen, and some of it gets picked up and some of it falls onto rough ground. Some of it doesn't get watered and some of it gets picked up and eaten. And some of it might just fall into good soil and be fortunate enough to get fed and watered and discover nutrition and be able to put some roots down and if it doesn't get eaten up by the chicken that comes along or or the rains that wash it away it may establish itself and become something with a little bit of backbone and something that has a little bit of substance and again with all the good fortune of events and input and the right environment it may grow on to become something that's great and you know live for many many years or even become a legacy, you know, and we can use that analogy for many things. And I think that what Andy was talking about was that that is the way of youth development. So as I was thinking about racking my brains to talk about what to talk about today on the podcast, I thought, okay, let's go on a journey without a map. I'm going to start this podcast and um, I'm not going to necessarily have a direction. But again... I think you know we are all on our own unique journeys and sometimes we don't quite know which way to go we don't know whether to turn left to turn right or go straight on there are all those dilemmas in life I was recently with somebody in life who had a very big decision to make now how you classify big decisions is completely up to you but this person had a decision to make that would impact them and their immediate family and other people quite significantly. And this person has been in this position for a long time and I know that they were not really making progress on making that decision. They couldn't take that uncomfortable step one way or the other. And it's always easy, isn't it, to make decisions for other people, but when it's us, ourselves, how many times do do you go through the process or the thought process of being able to judge what somebody else should do find it really difficult to make that quality decision for yourself about what it is that you should do but we are yes we are all on our own journey and sometimes we don't quite know what to do which way to go and there's a great phrase it's been banded about for a long time but I think it's actually really true and I think it's worth one that's one that's worth holding on to and that is when the student is ready the teacher will appear And if it's those times, if you are aware and you ask the right questions and you leave those questions and you are prepared to search and you are prepared to be patient, then you will find your way. So how is it we know which is the right way? Well, there are many people who will tell you that it's how it makes you feel. It's that intuitive gut feeling that tells you that it's the right thing to do. And linked to this yesterday, I was just searching for something and I came across or got distracted as you do on the internet, and I got taken to a link that talked about a film, and this film was called The Rise of Jordan Peterson. Now, as many of you will know, I have talked about Jordan's work quite quite a lot on this podcast. I've been a great follower of his. I've went through many of his podcasts one after the other, and, and I'm a fan of his work, and I, and I love his thought processes, and I'm an admirer of his in terms of what he has achieved in his life and what he's done. Now. This film was very well done, I thought, and it gave a real good insight. Although if you know Jordan, it probably didn't give you too much more than you already know about him. But one of the the great learnings from that was that they interviewed his wife and uh, his wife said that when they got married, Jordan said to her, Mr. Peterson said to her, we will build and we will have to build our marriage and our relationship on truth. And she said, yes, okay. And then subsequently they went on into the first few years of their relationship. And this is her talking, this is his wife talking, who said, you know, Jordan spent, would spend an audited amount of times and would unpick and deconstruct things that were bothering him and them in in such a way that they would often have deep. And long discussions and and, and and you know probably arguments and, and frustrations that often went on for days and days about subjects that Jordan felt the need to get to the bottom of and, and find out about and get to the truth of and she said yes it was very frustrating and uncomfortable and very difficult and they spent a lot of the first few years of their life doing this and I was absolutely astounded in a way because I wondered and thought how many other people would actually be able and willing to go through that process and do that and and, and decide on something and, and see something and have to get to the bottom of it and actually put into it the amount of time and effort and deep thought processes that will be needed to get to a place where you understand something and it means something to you and you feel you have put it to bed. Now, what I'm not saying is that you have to go through those processes. Some people prefer to park things and, and they don't need all that information. But if somebody does, then they have to follow that path. And I think that for people who have endeavors and people who have goals that, and, and, and great aspirations, that is a very similar analogy that you have to keep following it and you have to keep finding out about it and digging and going and pushing and pulling and discovering until you get to the bottom of what it is, until you kind of master it. And that is what his wife was saying, that in his books, you know, if you read his books and you listen to his lectures and and you watch his YouTube videos, you will find out that Jordan talks an awful lot about truth. He talks about the truth and speaking the truth and living the truth and being your own truth. And here is his wife saying that this is how he lives. This is him. So there is a definite congruity between how he lives his life, how he demonstrates his work and what he does and what the person who probably knows him best of all in the world says he is like. So this, for me, is a person who is aligned. And that alone, whether you like the content of what he does or not, tells you that this person is probably worth following. Because if somebody is not aligned, if the way they live their life is not the way that they talk and is not the way that they do things and tell you to do things, then I think you have to question whether they are worth following or not. And that led me on to think about relationships and kind of think, well, would I be one of those people who would be willing to invest that kind of depth of thought and depth of conversation and uncomfortableness and, and, and process in terms of developing a relationship? Because his wife said that their relationship was so strong because of that, and that their life was like it was, not just because of the what they'd invested in their relationships, but that was one important facet. and. You know, I think that that's a great learning and and that fits in very much with, with what Peterson was saying. Because one of the things he said, he spent a great deal of his life, many, 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 many years studying and reading and philosophizing and thinking about and investigating and unpicking great works about what he was interested in. And he had absolutely no idea why he was doing it. He just felt driven to do it. And he lived with fears that people would ridicule him and, and his professional life would fall apart because people would, would ask, well, why are you doing that? It's, it's ridiculous. And he would be exposed as a fraud or a waste of time or, or somebody who had just invested all this time in something that he'd ultimately had to give up on. And he didn't know what the outcomes of what he was doing would be, but he just felt inspired and driven to do it. And he followed that path and obviously subsequently, you know, he is where he is. Now, you know, I think the, again, the lesson in that is that we all have these inspirations. We all have these things in us that, that inspire us and, and drive us to do things. And it's like Peterson himself said that Jung, Carl Jung said that I, people don't just have ideas. He, he actually thought that ideas have people. And how many of you out there are grabbed by and driven by things that you don't really have any control of. I mean, I I can't actually control the reason why coaching players is the one thing that, that really gives me a buzz. It just is. And there's probably cleverer people than me who can deconstruct that and pull that apart and say, well, actually it's because of this. But you know, whether you're a chef or you're a businessman or you're a singer, Or an entertainer, or or a comedian, or you're you work with wood, or you work with words, or you're a relationship person. You know you are you are inspired to do certain individual things that that probably have you. And I think that's a great thing to to embrace because we are all on our journey, and when when we need things, they will appear if we are if we are aware of them, and. The, the relationship thing that Peterson's wife talks about, you know, made me think about relationships. And um, again, another great learning, which maybe will help you is that I have talked about relationships on a previous podcast and I spent many, many years, the first few years of my life, not really investing in relationships. I was as what I was like what Kevin Whelan talked about as a DIYer. I was very much told in life, if you want something, get off your backside and do it yourself. And um, yes, I did that, but it's a lonely road. It's a frustration road, and it often leads to misery and unhappiness. Whether or not you get successful, what's the point if you're miserable and unhappy? Um, And how many people have got there before they decided that they'd climbed the wrong tree? Well, I consider myself quite fortunate that I discovered that truth, which is a truth for me quite early on in life. And I think anybody would be well, well advised to investigate that to see if there's anything in it for you. Um, because relationships are really where it's at. Um, I've just been home recently from a five-month stint, working away and a few thousand miles away from my family, and I cannot tell you how focused and how understanding I became if I wasn't before, which I like to think I was, but this took me to a new level of how absolutely nailed on, vital, important, and really, the only thing ultimately that matters, the relationships in your life, you know, whether that's your loved one, your husband, wife, your significant partner, or your children, your extended family, or your friends, indeed. But let me tell you that the learning that I got from that was that uh, ultimately, um, your the relationships are really the only thing that matters because that is where the true love. And the true happiness actually comes from. What's the point of doing all this if all that is falling apart? Um, but that's probably for another, another, another subject. But yes, um, if we invest time in relationships, you know, it will come back to us. It's a little bit like a bank situation. We have to invest in those relationships. Um, you know, uh, as a part of the learning process that I went through, or just as a little story, I decided that you know i had to invest more in relationships so i decided to do some you know a few years ago to to spend more time networking and meeting people and finding out what they did and discovering about their lives and and investing in them and over the over those years i have developed a real number of key people who i've got a great amount of respect for i trust and I have relationships with that are are a real part of my life now. And, you know, anybody can do that. It just wasn't a strong thing for me. And if it's not for you, well maybe it's something that would help. But, um, you know, we certainly can't do it on our own. Um, Life is a joint effort, not a DIY effort. And even if the success is there, it's much better to share it with other people. You know, the old two plus two is seven. Uh, rather than you know one plus one equals two so um, yeah that's about that's about the relationship thing and and how how vital it is and how valuable it is to to invest in that and I said that this was a a podcast which was entitled a journey without a map and um, so it is so we've talked about the student and uh, how the things appear in your life and we've gone on to talk about relationships and and their value and um sometimes we plant seeds we don't know where where the seeds will come up how how often do we kind of feel that we have it all sorted and we have it all sussed and if we, we know that if we're logical and we do a plus b plus c we will actually get to d and if you're a logical person like me you like to think like that and you like to think think that things work out like that. We just don't know what it is it's going to come up and bear fruit. And a little story along that along the line of that is that a few months ago we did a podcast and it's available and it's called Lessons from Celtic and it's all about the 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 outcomes of a of another coaching convention that I did in Glasgow at Celtic and um, I shared my thoughts and feelings on that on the podcast. And then a good few months later, which just happened to be a couple of days ago, a guy called Greg Robertson from Celtic Football Club, who is one of the coaches at Celtic, got in touch with me and said, you know, I'd like to thank you for what you did on the podcast and what you said on the podcast, because it means a great deal. And as a result of that, myself and Greg have now got a, yeah, it's a tenuous link. It's not something that's consolidated, but we've got a friendship because we've got common ground. But that wouldn't have happened if, A, the podcast hadn't been done, and B, uh, I'd, I'd have tried to force it on people. You know, it, it's it's just something that, that's come along. So you don't know when the fruits of your labours are going to come out. So I think the lesson in that is to plant loads of trees and not to worry necessarily about the outcomes. You know, that a lot of it's unknown. And, um, you know, these things will just, just, just come to fruition when the time is right. A little bit like when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. And uh, I just, I've already... Mentioned about a guy called Kevin Whelan, and Kevin talked about relationships as well. And um, if I haven't mentioned before, Kevin's got a a podcast called Wealth Talk, and he he's got a business in the UK. And uh, again, he's somebody who's who's very successful in, in what he does, and he's well worth following. And He talks about education and the value of education, and um, he was talking about education and its value, and and you know, again, linked to that and. Y- I think it was from there that the uh, the maxim came out that if you think that good education is expensive, you should try bad education. And I think, you know, that's a great one. Um, If you somebody tells you to do something and it turns out to be the wrong course and it takes you down a wrong path and it costs you time and money. Well, you know, and in the first place, it was cheap and it was free. Well, the world is full of free advice some of it's good and some of it's not so good so um, yeah the 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 advice there is be aware of of where your education comes from and and if it costs money doesn't mean because it costs money it's valuable but beware of free and cheap education opinions everybody's got opinions and um, it's up to us to filter those out and to decide who we follow and what we follow but, uh, yeah, so that's the that's the podcast this week, really. It's kind of a little bit of a journey, and I, and, uh, I do apologise. It's been a little bit of a meandering journey, and it, I suppose I, I'll i take the blame for that myself for um, talking about entitling it a journey without a map. So, um, you know, I think another lesson from this podcast is, look, you don't have to be perfect, and you don't always have to know where it is your... which how you're going to get there. You just have to know what your outcome what your desired outcome is now my desired outcome was to impart some knowledge and impart some hopefully some wisdom when some things that you could follow and go do you know what actually i've learned one thing from that and maybe if it's the student bit or it's the relationship bit or it's the jordan peterson also inspired you in some way to follow something then um, all well and good the actual journey itself been a few ups and downs as life is and a few mistakes and uh, a little bit of non-perfection, which is all great for me. So uh, that's the Leader, Manager, Coach podcast this week. It's a journey without a map. And I think if we'd all recognise that and embrace that, we would be a lot happier in our journeys onto the places that we all want to get to. How boring would it be if we had a perfect map? Because everybody would get there and everybody would be there before us. And the fact that it hasn't got a map is um, all the better for us in terms of our evolution. So that's the podcast this week, A Journey Without a Map. Let me know what you think. Um, www.robriles.co.uk forward slash podcasts. Catch me on uh, LinkedIn or Twitter or Facebook or Instagram. Let me know what you think about our game. All right, listen, great to chat. Enjoy and profit. Catch you later. Bye-bye.